brother, brother, brother There's far too many of you dying You know we've got to find a way To bring some loving here today Father, Father We don't need to escalate War is not the answer For only love can comprehend Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff and it's me by myself again. Just kidding. Psych! I'm back. Big Daddy. Father of two. Two under two. To you, too. I might get two hours of sleep a night. That's Have you been sleeping? <laughs> I was wondering. I want to no, know. I mean, I do my best. Yeah? She wakes up a lot. Okay. Okay. It's perfect timing because Wells has now, maybe it's because we've been with him solid. Yeah. Like, so we're the ones like, because... Because he had he's watched by like three different people, so sure. everybody has a different schedule for him. Mm. Not saying anybody's schedules are bad. It's right. just he's off. He's just always off schedule, so his sleep uh. is very sporadic. So now that like I've basically just been me taking yeah, because um, we've kind of divvied up the duties. Kylie like takes a lot of the Addison stuff uh-huh. during the day. I t- handle Wells. Um, I put him to like I'm the one that puts him to bed every night because where we used to interchange, and mm-hmm. now it's just like me. Um, and which is fine because I would rather deal with Wells than deal with like okay she's because okay. She's, Addison is so small dude she's she was so small she's tiny she was born yeah. at thirty eight weeks because of the time like the timing issue and all of that oh, okay okay um but uh, the so we had to um so she's like she was born at six nine mm-hmm. six pounds nine ounces I thought you meant six feet <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna play basketball dude. <laughs> And uh, so, and then, but, but then they immediately lose weight because they yeah. dump all of that like fluid and stuff that they have in their body from being like in the uterus. Mm-hmm. And so she went below six pounds when she left the ho- hospital. She was like below six pounds. Wow. So it's just, dude, it's, she's so tiny. Yeah. She's so like dainty, and it's so hard for me to like. Dainty? I feel like I'm gonna be. I feel like I'm gonna like break her anytime. Oh, I, yeah. I remember the first time I tried to change her in the hospital. It was just like because I'm used to Wells. Like, right, he's a freaking tank. I can like. You know, he's always fighting me when he's trying, when I'm, so I have to like, you know, hold his legs and stuff like Dude, that. he's a freaking but, tank. But then when I go I to- picked p- him up off the couch and set him down. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I threw my back out. <laughs> I was like lifting an he's, adult man. Oh my God, dude. He's already, yeah, he's a little over a year. He's yeah. already over 30 pounds. He's just, uh, and he's an inner dude, just does not stop. Going. I love it. I love that he's at this stage. Mm-hmm. I love it because we got together for a little bit on Saturday. Was that Saturday? Monday. 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 You had the we had well, I had the day off because of maternity leave, oh, but you had right. it off because of the feds. The feds. Um, and then so it was just we just bought brought our little guy and watching Wells and my foster son just walk around. It's just like two. I I I compare it a lot to uh. Dale and Brennan when they're sleepwalking mm. from Step Brothers yeah. <laughs> and they're just long, <laughs> they're not really saying shit mm-hmm. and the like Wells just comes over and just like touches the our son's hair and then just walks away and then he just kind of looks at him and just follows him and smiles I'm like you guys are wasted right now <laughs> <laughs> so drunk it was so fun just watching those two just kind of mm-hmm. babble at each other and just point at things and just talk well cool. wells was so excited to like move the bollards and then um oh yeah and then um and then your son comes over and it's like looks at wells doing it and then he starts doing it yeah. and then they're just both ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like this is a great idea dude why not completely it ignoring the uh the huge like playground play area over yes. there. but no these things yeah fucking cool and we took them on their little walk and it was funny because my son was getting all jealous at anything that like jen was doing to interact with either addison or wells he was like like doing a fake cry it's like Mm -hmm. stop dude (laughs) you're fine like jen just barely held on to the stroller for a minute uh while kylie was like talking to wells and and he was just like i was like you're fine relax dude Mm. very spoiled boy yeah well i mean Jealousy's a thing. Yeah, it was. We cute. just don't know how to regulate it. Yeah, yet. dude. Speaking about regulation, real quick, just to get off the mom and the new dad talk, we can get back to. It. I want oh, to get back fine. to. It. I'm very proud of myself right now. Are you? I'm very proud of myself. Just walking on sunshine, 
because it's my, also very sunny outside. My, I know, and I was driving over here and just feeling the vibes, dude. Rainbow Road. I have really struggled with my anger, primarily triggered by Cheyenne. Mm. I've really struggled and became a yeller. Uh, and became, tried to, the way that I described it, you know, my mom was like, how's therapy going? And I go, I don't really know what she does. I just kind of tell her my thought process and she validates it. Like, no, you're doing good. Keep being introspective. And she does really actually help me, but it feels like that sometimes because yeah. I'm just like, I'm starting to notice things and explaining things because I am so introspective. Um, but one thing that I, one phrase that I, I came up to explain with how I react to Cheyenne mm-hmm. is that I was trying to gain control by losing control. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Have I said that on here? I don't think so. Okay. But that's very much what I had become mm-hmm. because nothing was seeming to work. I was, it was, ev- this whole parenting Cheyenne was sucking more out of me than it was giving me. And that's a terrible, miserable way to live. Yeah. So I, that's why primarily, I, and then that, and that would create a divide between Jen and I because it's not healthy to do that. She doesn't want to see her husband get angry and yell like that. Like, no, I've never nobody, been like that. Nobody wants to be around you. Yeah, nobody. And then I feel like <laughs> shit myself. Yeah. Like literally after starting therapy, I yelled once. I lost it and I yelled at her. And then I, I was like, I'm going to bed. And Jen's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I feel like a piece of shit. And the shame was enough for me to go, I'm never doing that again. Good. I'm never doing that good. again. And then That's you good. talking about your your experience as a dad and not wanting to be a yeller. And I'm like, you know what? Me neither. I'm with you on that. I'm stopping. So I got a letter from Cheyenne's school today about poor choice making. Something that would normally they just... They sent a letter? It was... Yeah, through the pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> they emailed it, an, a letter. And what, what astonishes me is that it, she... I don't care if I'm exposing too much about her. She's on an IEP plan, and the head of the IEP is usually like a caseworker, social worker person. Okay. They're asking me what they should do. Really? Isn't that your job, lady? Like, I'm a little just, like, stunned by that. So that I called my mom, and I go, what do I do? She had amazing advice. Amazing advice. My mom's the best. Thank you. Moms generally Dude. are. And she talks me down. She has like, call your mom before you get home. <laughs> I was like, good idea. So I called her, and she had some great advice. So... Normally, I'd come in and just demand an explanation, and like she wouldn't give it to me. Cheyenne thrives on that cycle. She Mm. thrives on it. She knows how to operate in that cycle. Uh, Yeah. And she'll try to get me there. Mm -hmm. She'll say shit to get me there or Mm. to get Jen there. Jen started therapy, and Jen's like, hey, my therapist said that. Did she she get reconnected with a new one? Yes. Perfect. And she cried afterwards. Really? Like, it's perfect. That's great. Perfect. That's amazing. I'm. I'm glad that worked out. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and this woman was like, hey, you know, Cheyenne is looking for these cycles she's used to. Dad will get mad and yell, or you'll disassociate and walk away. So don't do either of those things. Mm -hmm. And Jen's telling me this, and I go, all right, let's go. I I got this. She's like, are you sure? And I go, I'll be home in 10 minutes. Let's let's fucking party. So we printed out the email, and we printed out her grades, which are not great. Mm. And I said, please read this to me. So she read the email out loud. And then I said... And look at this. And she looks at her grades. And I go, I don't need an explanation. I don't need you to tell me, well, this person and that person. And then I don't want to hear any of that. I just want you to tell me what's going on with you and and wh- and why. What's going on and why? And she and I, Jay, I didn't even go up a oh, I bet that decibel. Cr- I, I bet that crushed her. She looked fucking terrified. She looked terrified, Jay. Mm-hmm. She looked terrified. And, I, and she's like, well, the kid. I go, hey. Hey, I'm not asking about other kids. I'm not asking about your interactions with teachers. I want you to tell me what's going on with you. And she, because I didn't give in to her, trying, that's her trying to bait me, right? Give, she wants an opportunity to spin, right? Mm. And I go, hey, no, just tell me what's up with you. She's like, I don't know. I said, Cheyenne, you are doing this and you are doing that. Well, I didn't know that. that I said, stop. What are the rules? Is this a rule? Yes. Is this a rule? Yes. Is that a rule? Yes. So you did know. You know the rules. Why are you choosing to ignore them? I don't know. Cheyenne, I'm giving you an opportunity now to talk this out. Why are you choosing to ignore and break the rules? I don't know. 
Okay. Why do we have rules, Cheyenne? To guide us. Exactly. Okay. So, if you don't know why, then the adults, if you can't communicate why and you can't figure out, all the adults in your life are going to get together and we're going to find out the best way to guide you. She, I'm pretty sure she's pooped in her pants, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Just straight shit. Dude, I text Jen and I go, are you proud of me or what? And she was like, dude, you crushed it. And I go, she looks scared as shit. And Jen was like, I was going to say it. So, got got some things in the play. You know, it's just me just meeting with the school. I'm going to join her in therapy. Ah, okay. Her therapy. Mm. Let's hash this out a little bit, dog. Is her therapist at the school or no, no, no. Just a private therapist? It's a private therapist who specializes in like adoption and foster care and who went through that path herself. Mm. Okay, you've told me about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that just meeting with her and talking with her, because honestly, I feel lost as hell. I feel so goddamn lost. I mean, how could, I mean, nothing can prepare you for that. I have nothing no in, idea what to do. Nothing in your life can compare you, <laughs> can, no can prepare you for that. Like, you guys <laughs> adopted, a, she was 11 at the yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. Let me, <laughs> I'm, I'm so I mean, lost, dude. Eleven year, eleven years old from Texas, the trauma, place with trauma. Yeah. Like, I mean, nothing could have prepared yeah. you for that. Literally nothing. But she doesn't know that. I kept my cool. I kept it collected. Mm. She's scared because she doesn't know what's coming. Ah, and see, I didn't tell her what's coming. I yeah, got her off foot. Yep. Got her. Yeah, I said, she's off balance, on the ropes. You'll see. You'll see what's coming. No, that's good. That's good. I'm. Uh, look, that's. The best, right? Like, yeah. I, I, as a kid who was yelled at, yeah, a lot. I was too. That's and, why I uh, do it. Yeah, I can tell you, it doesn't do like, it doesn't do any good. Yeah. And if you want to have a relationship with your daughter in the future, yeah. you got to I mean, you've already. I mean, you've already recognized it. So yeah. Like, I applaud you for taking Thanks, the steps dude. to try to to get better. And look, you're not going to be. No one's going to be perfect. I'm going to yell right? again. <laughs> you, well, it's. It's I mean, gonna it's, happen. It's, yeah, but you try not to, <laughs> yeah, and you do yeah. your best not to. And when you do, then you know, yeah, then you apologize or whatever. But yeah. the um, but the fact that you're trying not to, yeah, it's gonna keep you from doing it. Well, and I communicate right? this with her too. I'm like, hey, dude, Dad's working on it. Mm-hmm. I understand the unhealthy choices that I've made to create a toxic environment. Mm-hmm. So I'm changing that. Yeah. And now she gets to see measurable change. Where when I talk to her about change and choice making. She's like, yeah, I'm trying, but then repeats the same poor choice making. Mm-hmm. And I can look at her and say, you can see me making choices, right, and changing. Let's let's get you on that path as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so now you have two to do that with. Leading by example. <sighs> Anyways, I'm proud of myself. Proud you of you. Sh- you should be proud of yourself. Thanks, dude. I hope, and I'm glad that you are because you deserve to be proud of yourself. I That's felt big, like shit the last big, time I yelled. It's a big change. Yeah. And then that feeling yeah. means that you are making because if you did the pride you, no, like, or the feeling like shit feeling like shit yeah yeah the fact that you felt like shit yeah. tells you like like where you're at mentally mm, and that's a that's good, a great point and, and that's a good thing yeah right if you didn't feel like shit after yeah screaming, i used to not then that's a problem i felt validated uh, like this was okay mm, because of a, a choice that a child fucking made <laughs> yeah but you've now made that decision yeah. to like get better you yeah. realize how that behavior is destructive to everybody everyone everyone around you and you're making changes so you should absolutely feel proud because you know as i get as we get older yeah and especially like me just what in my own noticing like noticing just general not even just about relationships between parents and children Mm -hmm. or relationships between individuals like in a workplace or in some sort of social setting but just like the overall like average human being the average discourse whether it's on social media or whatever the majority of people i feel like in the modern day and mm-hmm. uh, maybe this has always been this Ooh, way but, I'm social, for what you're but say. social media nobody's got the ability to be introspective anymore oh okay they just I, I think it's just that is a skill mm. that is so important and that majority of people just don't have mm. i'm not trying to brag but i'm damn good at it well good you it's hard be. sometimes it is hard. to look at yourself and say, what the fuck is wrong with me? And then to address it. Mm-hmm. I think the, the biggest thing that comes out of that, like the first step in that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the first, like at least for me in becoming introspective yeah. was it's okay mm-hmm. to admit that you don't know or that you're wrong. Mm. That's a really hard thing for a lot of people to do. 
We've and, talked and, about and that. And yeah. that's okay that it's difficult, right? Yeah. It is difficult. It's difficult for all of us. Nobody wants to admit that you don't know something because then you feel stupid. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to feel stupid. Right. But if someone is like talking to me about a topic yeah, and you can stop, like, honestly, it is, it's in, it's somewhat empowering. Mm. And it, I think it makes you look less stupid if you just say, you know what? I don't know enough about that or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's okay, because majority of us don't know for sure most of the things. No, no I the, know all just, the things. The, just <laughs> general, like all-encompassing things. Right, most of us right. don't know shit. Yeah. So, like, admitting that you don't know shit relatively to what is what is what could be known, we know yeah, nothing. We know nothing, <laughs> and it's okay to admit that you know yeah. nothing. Because when you're you say I don't know, yeah, you lose that ego, mm. and when you lose that ego, you be, you gain the ability to look at yourself more objectively. Was there like a? You don't have to answer this, but I'm just wondering of an example where you're like, I don't know this about your own uh, own um, introspection that like kind of triggered that. Like, oh, now I can look inward. Was it like I'm trying to see if there's like an example? Uh, it was uh, it was a, it was around objectivity. Okay, I had this, um, I had this like complete. I I I was like I have to stop being a hypocrite mm. about things. Mm, okay, and um, because I would get um really really mad about s- politics. Sure something would happen uh-huh. and then I would fall into that trap of, mm. well, it's okay if my side does yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. this side does it, then it's wrong. Right. And then I had to stop and be like, no, I am not being objective yeah. right here. Like I need to start making sure like I'm not being a hip. Like I have mm. like this, this like almost physiological reaction to being a hypocrite oh. now because I, because I am so like against myself having a double like promote like perpetuating a double standard Mm -hmm. that uh, like i i really have to that's where i first started really noticing it interesting um whether it's about politics or about um and this this transit this took a lot longer but i used to get really really mad at a particular friend of mine Mm -hmm. if i felt like they weren't spending enough time with me or they weren't like yeah. making themselves available oh they were hanging out with this person but yeah, they're yeah. not making time to hang out with me yeah like well that's well, an easy well, thing well to fuck s- that guy it's easy to slip and then, into that and though. then i would just lose my shit yeah and then i would be like dude you're you're being an absolute hypocrite here like or mm. you're not being a, you're not objective about this because just because you're not, you, you're you don't know reading. everything that's yeah. going on in their life, right. right? You're only seeing what their behavior through your lens, and mm-hmm. your lens is already broken. Filtered so it's through like, a social media <laughs> lens or whatever. Yeah, and you're just like you have no idea. <laughs> like you have no idea. Like, yeah. and and so that's I had to. Um, that took a lot longer than being objective about politics. Is being objective mm. about how I viewed other people's behavior, yeah. and then like needing those people to like. Um, I'm like, okay, why do I need them with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, if I didn't... Okay, I don't need... The reason why I need them with me is to feel validated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I can't look at... I can't look to them to make me feel validated about myself. And there are still times where I feel jealous. I'm like, I haven't seen this person in a while. But yet they're all over social media doing X, Y, Z. Right. It makes me kind of feel like shit. And I'm just like... But why do I do I really even have yeah. time to like actually mm. hang out with them or do I have yeah time FOMO to, dude yeah we but it's <laughs> stuff that we all experience yes, and there's definitely stuff that we're always going to fucking slip up yeah we're always all of us are never going to be perfect but you strive for perfection yeah and then you and then you give yourself grace when you don't reach perfection because right. none of us ever will so um, speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm trying to think of like I think I think honestly the anger thing is what really mm. was like the the introspection like i sure. could just having that autonomic response like i could feel my body reacting or and like one of the first examples i use even though i have a billion examples but i was on my way home before therapy one day i think yeah and a guy was trying to like cut me off and i was like no 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 not today and he like got next to me and was like flipping me off and like screaming at me and i was just like looking at him but i was paying attention to the response that my body was having Mm. and i was like that is wild like 
I feel out of control. Tight chest. Yes. Yeah. Heart racing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is this interaction giving me that? And then I realized, oh, this is the same shit that I have. I'm like, I'm fight or flight. Mm-hmm. I'm mad. I'm scared. I'm nervous. Why? Yeah. Let's let's look at that. And then I started noticing like when I would get pissed off or triggered, then I'd get mad and the same response would happen. I go, oh, I got to figure this out. dog." Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> OK, OK. Well, I love the growth. And honestly, this is a weird time to say this, but I missed you and I'm glad we're doing this again. Yeah, I'm glad we're doing it this. Feels too. Good. It feels good. It felt weird missing a week. Yeah. I mean, I miss more weeks than you miss, but. Uh, I didn't even do that long of an episode last week. But you know what? I couldn't tell. I was listening to it uh, Thursday in the hospital, Thursday night in the hospital. Maybe it was Friday. I can't remember. Last week was a whirlwind. Um, And so I caught bits and pieces of it. I tried to pass it off as if I listened to the whole thing. Uh, And then you called me out. Oh, yeah. uh, Which bravo yeah oh yeah and uh but i did li- <laughs> i did listen to parts of yeah it. um the um because you started getting into talking about videos i'm like oh he, and then you said you were going to post a video violent like, videos yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i thought i heard you starting to talk about that so yeah. i thought you were going and, and then <laughs> you were talking about uploading a video and i'm like oh he must be doing like a live reaction talking, to videos i'm talking about the video episode oh gotcha, i did eventually yeah. get it up dude my thing is too slow it's up on youtube if you want to watch episode mm-hmm. two whatever 70 so i would like i would be listening and then you know addison needs to be changed and then so that i would like wow dude mine over <laughs> hers man anyway thank you for uh taking yeah, the follow up dude, so thanks I had, for having a child i had totally uh anticipated thanks for doing all the work for the I, children i was i was like i want to be able to record tuesday yeah and then tuesday came along and we're like oh we have to get all of this stuff ready because yeah. we're gonna give we, we're going to uh have her wednesday was the scheduled c-section mm. and we got called tuesday night at midnight from the hospital saying oh hey uh we didn't get the medication that we needed uh, we're totally unprepared yeah so kylie's doctor didn't i guess didn't realize how difficult it is to get the quantities of this particular medication that we needed everywhere um well, th- apparently, this is just a medication that is so rare that nobody ever keeps large quantities on oh. stock. It's so rare and so expensive that they never actually keep it a ton of it on hand because okay. most people who need it for their surgery need a very small amount. But Kylie needed 5,000 units of this. Oh, wow. Okay. Which most people only need like... A unit? Uh, yeah, a fifth <laughs> of it at most. Yeah. And uh, so the they had to like pull from hospitals all over the oh, area wow. and thankfully they were we were like we're like hey you know we understand it kind of sucks but like, figure it out but like no we we're like oh. we just wanted to know what our options are because oh, we only because we only have child care for our one and a half year old yeah for a couple days yeah. for the overnight care can he come with us if mm. it yeah, it's pushed to Friday, yeah. and they immediately were like, they called us back like two hours later. We can get you in uh, Friday, uh, Wednesday at five. <laughs> we're like, done. Yeah, we don't fuck with kids, dude. We don't <laughs> nobody do want nobody wants Wells hanging around the hospital. Yeah, that would have been fucking miserable. It would have been hilarious because he is digging in shit, open cabinets, open dude, shut, open shut, open shut. When they, uh, Kylie's <laughs> aunt brought him by, um, midday on Thursday, yeah, or midday on Friday. I can't remember. He just. Dude, we went up, we went up, we walked all around the hospital, and he just starts going, and, and then, like, door, door, yes. door, door, That's my door. favorite phase, dude, dude. he's just, everything's got his hands on everything, can't yep. sit still, goes until he falls asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely, a, would have been a miserable time to have him, to try yeah. to be wrangling him while dealing with all of Kylie's, like, post-operation. Right. and Med stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was Baby crazy. Stuff. It was for crazy because they brought in the medication because Kylie has a um, has a blood clotting um, like a she lacks something called uh, antithrombin. Mm, I must have um, character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she uh, she doesn't have uh, or she has an antithrombin <laughs> deficiency, which is a uh, a part of your blood that keeps you from clotting. Yeah, and so. Um, well, no, she 
can suffer from blood clots. Mm. Antithrobin is a yeah keeps you from clotting. Mm. So they have to so through for the months preceding both pregnancies, she was having to give herself these shots of like um, anti clotting mm-hmm. uh, medication. Um, and then when they did the surgery, they had to give her this antithrobin three. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like because that's a natural, it's something natural that's in your blood that. Mm-hmm. Uh, her body just doesn't produce at high enough levels. Whoa. And apparently her deficiency is so severe and they can't, I guess there's no, our doctors were saying there's no case studies <gasps> for like C-sections oh. with people who have this high of antithrobin three. I wonder if they like documented the thing. Uh, and they pro- it. It's probably going to be, yeah. I would imagine she's, this case is probably going to be in some sort of like yeah. medical journal, journal for sure, um, which is really cool. Like, I hope like it advances medicine. That'd be yeah. awesome if it advanced medicine in some way, uh, just to help others, other right. people. Um, but everything seemed to be like, everything went perfect. Everything was oh, fine. That's awesome. Uh, but the nurses came in and they're like, we have to be, so careful with this bag. It was the bag of that particular antithro- uh-huh. uh, um, antithrobin. Uh, it's like thrombate three was mm-hmm. the name of the medication. So it's like basically create like creating what your body naturally creates. Mm. So it's super hard to make, I guess. I was researching this because I, I was curious about how much it costs. So was this I, after they came in with the with, suitcase with and the, the double keys? Yeah. No, they came in and they're like, <laughs> we're going to do this together so we don't spill a drop. Yeah. And I'm like, how expensive is that? And they're yeah. like, it's very expensive. So and I started, I look, I, after they left the room, I went up to the bag and I like, I, I Googled um, unit price for th- uh, Thrombate yeah. 3. And it was thirteen forty nine per unit, and she, Kylie had five thousand units, and that was almost seventy thousand dollars for this bag of oh medication. My God! And I was like, "Thank God we have insurance." Yeah. <laughs> holy shit! Wow, um, dude. But I mean, wow! Thank God, you know we medicine has yeah gone to where it was because I don't with Wells's with Kylie's. Uh, with Kylie's um, condition, with how crazy Wells's birth was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think in a hundred years ago Kylie yeah, survives right. uh, these. Uh, Kylie survives these um, births. These births, yeah. let alone like has like is recovered yeah. and able to walk in two right. days, and then yet it was it was basically seamless. Like it was just a norm because of medical technology and medicine yeah. where she's That's able to go rad. in and have a completely normal C-section with just this $70,000 <laughs> medication. <laughs> but it is, it is nuts. Um, it's, she's, she's, uh, all she's done because she's that 38 weeks because mm-hmm. we had to time it. So she's a little young. All she's done is sleep since we got, yeah. since she, she wakes up to eat um, every couple hours. But was Wells early? Wells was um, pretty much right on time. Oh, that's right because mm-hmm. of the trying. Yeah, the days it, it, of, we were going to do it yeah. like oh, five days early, and it yeah. took us three days. So he was only like a couple days early. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, the diff. It's funny because we went with like we went up to Legacy this time mm-hmm. at Salmon Creek. Yeah, last time we were with Kaiser, and it's just it's interesting noticing the differences mm. in like just institutional, just like how they choose to do care because better or worse. Uh, for the most part, better. Duh. <laughs> for the most part, were better. you guys at Sunnyside last time? Uh, we were. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the only thing I'll say is Kaiser's rooms were better. Okay. Um, it was a lot more comfortable to stay at mm. Kaiser's rooms. They were about the same size, but for like, you, for me, <laughs> uh, that's all I care about. Sure, for but sure. They had, but they had an actual like built-in shower. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. which was nice. Up here. No, at Kaiser. Oh. Here they didn't. Uh. And they cleaned They cleaned the whole... Because the shower was like built into the whole bathroom. So the whole bathroom was tile. Yeah. Uh, the shower was basically right next to the toilet. Um, so if you needed to shit and shower at shit the same time, you could shame, do it at the same dude. time. <laughs> all do it of it. All at once. Yeah. Uh, but they cleaned it with this... I First of all, I walked in there and they clean it. I didn't know this at the time, but Kylie's aunt is a nurse. Uh-huh. She's like, no, that's like the cleaning stuff that they use. Uh-huh. But it was like what looked like dried blood all over like the tile. Oh. And I was like, someone fucking like... There was a murder. Die in here? <laughs> like, holy shit. I was like... Oh man, it was. Was that, that was, at the at the Kaiser one? You're that saying? was a Salmon Creek. Oh, here. so it was and like a separate bathroom you had to go to. No, it was in our room. Oh, yeah. I thought you said they didn't have a shower. Well, they didn't. So at Kaiser, <laughs> they actually had like a bathtub with a shower. Oh, like, a, like an actual like like a enclosed shower. Okay. Here it's like this little tiny knob 
where you like you can. It, I think it, I know it, what you're talking about. Yeah. I, when when Jen was in the ICU, uh, when she had sepsis, mm. I think you know I saw the shower. Sure. I saw the shower and stuff. Mm-hmm. And was it the little window nook bed for you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I slept on that, dude. I got really good at Fortnite when Jen was dying. <laughs> it's good. I'm glad you <laughs> figuring out your headshots. Um, oh. But the the nurses were great. The nurses were far better than Kaiser oh, that's nurses. Good. Kaiser nurses were awful last time. I I, we, I know we went into it a bit. Like, but why didn't you go there this time? Just curious. Just change of insurance. Okay, because you know there's a massive strike at Kaiser right now. Yeah, it probably would have been a nightmare. Driving home from work the other day, or no, I was driving home from getting my lenses because yeah. I did a whole photography. I did I, the day we get home from the hospital. Yeah. I had to drive out to uh, Wilsonville to shoot a wedding yeah. for my cousin. I was great. Great idea committing to that. Yeah. Well, I, we, <laughs> I committed to it before Kylie was even pregnant. Oh. 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 Yeah. yeah. So well, I, that's I, technically your fault too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and they did, to their credit, they gave me multiple chances Outs. to get out. But yeah. I was like, no, I committed to this. I'm keeping yeah. my word. Yeah. Um, so I, I just didn't realize it was going to be that, like, that close. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, because we didn't know the actual surgery date until like a month ago. Yeah. And at that point, it's too late to find someone else. To find them. someone yeah. else. So uh, I'm like... Especially this is like wedding season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so, it? I don't know. October? Well, September into oct- early October. Oh, okay. I, don't I know. follow a couple wedding photographers and oh. they're like really busy right now. So I'm oh. just assuming. And then basically I feel like this is the time of year we get all of the SS5 wet, uh, applications. Uh, name changes. Name changes oh. this time of year. So I feel like this is when most people are getting married. It's probably true. Anyway, so you drove by like some. So I, oh, I was coming. Ba- I was coming back from uh, some from, down, from downtown <laughs> and was driving past Kaiser Interstate. Uh huh. And they were all picketing out yeah. there. Yeah. Why do all picketers look the same? I feel like everybody. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I feel like I feel like when you see a picket line, yeah, when you see the people who are actually out there with the signs, and so, now. <laughs> Go I ahead. feel like they all look just like, oh, that's I expected that that's how they looked. Oh, okay. Because I'm sure there are people who are striking who are not out there picketing. Oh, yeah. I've, I mean, they're not working right That now. would be me. Yes. Yeah. Me too. I'm not going out there. No. Let everyone, someone else have my voice. <laughs> I pay my union dues. Yeah. You guys go out and. Yeah. Do what you're supposed to. Yeah. Uh, I did the wedding. You did. You had a wedding. Did I talk about it? I was talking about my. Oh, am I excited to marry them was the question. Yes. Um, yeah, you did the episode pre-wedding. Look, so. I'm trying to be positive. And you refused to tell me anything about the wedding when oh, we came on this weekend. So what do I you want to know? So I know nothing. Uh, Clay Start and Taryn from the got be- married. From the be- friend of the show, Taryn. Yeah. I don't think Clay listens. So. Clay's been on, remember? He's been on. Like early. As like, as like episode an- like two. He's like the peanut gallery. He's been on two two times. Yeah. He didn't say okay. shit. He was like the peanut gallery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Taryn is the one with I mean, the we all know Taryn's a better half of that of the half yeah, yeah for sure um it was i mean it was awesome we got to we paid we hired my niece alex who's been on the show to come and uh watch our son who's like two sure. um and so she hung out with him she was amazing and it allowed us to one i was a groomsman slash officiant but jen was a bridesmaid so it allowed us to kind of just dive into the events of mm-hmm. of the wedding sure. um it was good I I was nervous and I don't and the the worst part of this Jake was realizing at the worst moment possible how much I genuinely love Clay and Taryn. Mm. And that's when she stops coming down the aisle and looks at Clay and I realize like this is essentially my little brother about to get married. And I'm like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And then the whole time I'm doing this ceremony, in my head I'm going, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Because I realize, like, I love these kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy for them. Yeah. And I, I'm just so goddamn emotional. And my 37 is it, dude. Once you get there, you're you're, you're in deep shit. <laughs> okay. And, like, I, I, I kind of rushed it, um, the ceremony. I tried to slow down. And, like, Jen's brother was like, he was like looking at me like breathe dude and i'm like i'm fucking trying <laughs> but they're looking at me clay and taryn kept looking at me and i was almost looking through them mm, at, yeah. at the crowd because if i looked at them i was gonna lose it mm. and it's like what the fuck is happening to me right now this has never happened to me before so 
I can officiate any wedding as long as I don't give shit about you. <laughs> That's what I've learned. Because being up there, I was, I was, I was terrified because I was so worried about crying and starting my voice. I, you could tell, and I was like, shit. How am I here right now doing this? Because I had prepared and I'd gone over it and I'd read it and said it and did the cadence of the speech and I, final edits last minute. Dude, I cut a whole section out and then like I get to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I skipped that part. And then I, I did good. I know I did good. But being in that moment and realizing in that moment how much I care about these two people was the wrong moment to do it. <laughs> you can't help where your brain goes. Yeah, so. dude, it was terrible. But um. It was very, it was very not casual, but like it felt light and fun, which I appreciate. At one point, I put a water bottle down uh, on over by where we were standing, and then I left it there, and then I couldn't remember where it was. And then we all got up there to do the wedding, and Jen like runs over and grabs the water bottle, and I was like, "Thanks, Jen," and everyone started laughing. Like it was nice because it kind of like broke it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I there was jokes written into it a little bit. Did um, you have a microphone? Yeah, it was my thank God. I was like, am I going to be mic'd? I stressed all this stuff, but I was mic'd, so I didn't. But then someone was like, dude, we could hear you breathing weird, like you weren't, tr- like you were trying not to cry. But then someone else was like, I don't know what the hell that person's talking about. I didn't hear shit. And I'm like, well, which one was it? <laughs> but I'm trying not to go down the negative thought trail and just be proud of what I did, be proud and thankful that I was a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we did Jaeger bombs beforehand because it's a disgusting choice. So all the guys were like, let's do Jaeger bombs. And we're like, what? Someone suggested it. We're like, why? That's gross. So we all did one. And then we all were just like, oh, why did we do that? It was disgusting. Um, and then we What part- is a Jaeger bomb? So it's Red Bull. And then you drop a shot of Jaeger into the Red Bull. Doesn't Jaeger taste kind of like black licorice? Yeah. So you did that with a Red Bull? Yeah. What the fuck does that to themselves? 21-year-olds do that. <laughs> is Clay 21? No, but that's the point. I was going to say, I didn't think he was 21. That's the point is oh. we're all 30-something and we're drinking like, let's do, order it. Let's have a 21-year-old drink. And then from that moment on, we're Does like. Does it get you drunk fast? I don't know. I feel like when you're 21, the whole point is just to get drunk as it fast did as not possible. Feel, dude, it, but now if you just drink. So then after that, we just drank straight whiskey. Mm. and Ah, that is a cultured drink. And that will get you drunk fast. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, but 21-year-olds can't afford that shit. Yeah, well, it was, not, it was nice whiskey, too. Yeah. We just found it. Really? We're like, who's is this? And Clay, who didn't know shit, was like, I don't know. (laughs) We're like, all right. So we corked it and drank it. Uh, But then I like started feeling a little tipsy, and I was like, I gotta drink water. I can't do that ceremony like this. So I stopped while the guys kept going. It was fun. Uh, And then we went to the reception, and there was a lot of people there. We did photos and all that, which was great. I told you I was obnoxious. I was the obnoxious person at the wedding. I would have hated you for the photographer. As a photographer, I would have hated you. Uh, I, I had a I, look. I, I know how much she's getting paid. I had a dude. I know how much she's okay, getting paid. I, so let me let me play I, with I it a little bit. Really, I have to say something. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but that I, was your I meant experience. To say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anyways. Uh. So yeah, I was just being a goofy guy being obnoxious but being goofy but it's awkward like you're trying to instruct us to like now laugh at each other like you're having fun and yeah i mean it's hard that's hard it's so hard it's hard to get emotions out of people like i've never like this was my first attempt photographing anything that wasn't a waterfall or a mountain yeah which are generally pretty um yeah they're happy and they're cooperative (laughs) right they don't they don't tell you no when you ask them to take their hands out of their pockets right i mean i will not (laughs) Uh, but I mean, I guess if it if it was lightening the mood for everybody else and yeah. getting smiles on their faces, that's fine. This guy was—that's just... what I was going for. Okay, if that if that works, yeah, then good on you. The yeah. problem is, is threading that needle is difficult. Yeah, and most of the time, like the guy who I was dealing with, wrong end. It it was causing everybody else to be uncomfortable. Ooh. He literally said to a bridesmaid who tried to introduce herself to shake his hand. Yeah. Um he refused to shake her hand yeah. and then said, why are women in Oregon so uh, aggressive? Yeah. And then walked away. Let's from dox him. him, dude. Put his name out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like while the girl, while the women are taking their, the uh, bridesmaids are doing their photos, they're like, make us laugh. And everyone like looks at me like, say something, Jeff. And I'm like, what? No, I'm not doing that. But then when the guys went up, I was saying jokes the whole time and they're all laughing at me because I'm fucking funny, hey, well, dude. If you're getting, if you were getting, if you're getting, if you're actually listening real emotion, I'm sure yeah. that 
that probably helped. I can't, when I first started photographing the groomsmen, dude, they were so stone faced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, that's so hard to dude. photograph. It's like, please smile. And then you get, oh, God, <laughs> like a turtle. Yeah. Uh, you, get the, you get the Mitch McConnell, the. Oh, yeah, yeah. The dead, <laughs> dead deadpan. Uh, Clay took one photo with it, one of the groomsmen, and they were holding hands. And I didn't realize until the photographer was like taking the picture and i was like what the fuck are they doing and then they're like all right cool we're done and the photographer goes wait you don't want any pictures where you guys aren't holding hands and they're like oh yeah we probably should and then they post without holding mm-hmm. so i question yeah. when that photographer was did they do like did they do their i mean i guess did they do their photos before or after the wedding before before the yes. ceremony yes that's good yeah we um, did family photos after. Okay. So because it was sense. so small, there was like only 30 people okay. in during the mm-hmm. ceremony. So after they walked up, they took a moment and I just said, hey, hang around and talk. Mm-hmm. We're going to do photos afterwards. And then we just did photos, family photos with okay. the, the uh, Taryn and Clay. Okay. Um, you, know what's a, you know what the joke is? Is deer dick. Deer dick? Yep. Rob deer dick? No, like actual deer's dicks. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that's the fucking sweet spot, dude. You make jokes about deer dicks and you're on fire. <laughs> I can't imagine what on earth you were. We we just deer dicks. I'm not going into it, but deer dicks got brought up and then we just spiraled into it being an aphrodisiac. And then I just we we're just riffing, dude. And then hey, whatever, 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 whatever helps get through the awkwardness that is taking family photos. <laughs> deer dicks will do it. Um, and then afterwards was the 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 party, right? The celebration. Everyone gets to hang out and dance and. Did they do um, father daughter dance? Bride? Like, no, uh, uh, they danced. Dude, they danced to Island in the Sun by Weezer. Oh. Which you what? Oh. What judge? I'm just not a Weezer fan. Oh, me neither, really. But that I like that song. Yeah, it's good. There's song. like the hits by Weezer I really enjoy, but I like that it wasn't something like traditional. It was like it was a Weezer song. That's fucking cool that you guys are out there dancing. Um, well, yeah, at least it's not Sugar by Maroon Five. Well, as a first dance, I feel like that would be a. F- I feel like that's a first dancey song. I have no idea. I didn't dance <laughs> or, either, or something from Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Oh, she, they walked down the aisle to Ed Sheeran or something like that. I think. Okay, but at least it wasn't their first dance. Yeah, true, true, perfect. When your legs don't look like walk like work like they used to before. Yeah, yeah. No. That DJ <laughs> played that at that wedding where the bride was in a wheelchair. I saw that. Uh, that's a classic clip. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're there, and I am not a dancer. I am not a dancer, but when I've had a little bit of liquid courage and I have two kids who want to dance, I'm a fucking dancer. There you go. I was out there grooving, dude. Are you? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. What kind of music was on tap? Just killing it. Killing it. The DJ crushed it, honestly. Really? A dancey rendition of Another One Bites the Dust, which you can't complain about that. Uh, Whitney Houston, uh, just like everywhere, all over the board. Hmm. Um, but one moment that was super special was like with my son, I put him on my shoulders and he was having a blast. He was dancing like he didn't want to dance on the floor, but like being held, he was like bouncing and dancing, which was cool. Shy was dancing with everybody and having a good time. The siblings, all of Jen's siblings were out there dancing with their spouses and it was great. Um, but there was a moment after everything that we had gone through with Deanne where she is out there getting down with clay. Hmm. They're dancing and I look over and I notice it and I'm like, that is fucking awesome. But then I look around and everybody's filming it and taking pictures because it was so significant. Mm -hmm. Like there was such a tragic like trauma that had happened. And now she's here fucking dancing with her youngest son getting married. That's awesome. It was fucking cool. Did the photographer stick around for that? I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. I have this. She took a picture of uh, me with my son on my shoulders dancing mm. and like after she took it, she just t- showed us the screen of like that ah, moment, okay, got it. unedited or whatever. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. But I think she also got pictures of Deanne and clay dancing. Um, it was fun. It was good. And now they're in London. That's crazy. I think they're good going to that. Paris after, but dude, they're doing it. Yeah. They're in London. Isn't it weird? They're in Paris and their last name's Paris. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I don't want to be lame. I'll be lame. I don't care. I make deer dick jokes and Paris jokes. London uh, London would be so cool. To yeah. Know. I mean, honestly, I, I, I kind of like 
dread like I kind of dread ever going there because I hate big cities. But then the picture is Terrence posting. I'm like, I te- I message her. I'm like, this looks amazing. I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah, I feel like it's a big city, but it's not a. It's the pictures I've seen makes me think of DC, and then that mm. in that it's a big city, but it's not tall. So oh, you can okay. actually like you can actually see yeah yeah like, yeah the, the sky without having to look straight up and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like it's, New York, I would yeah. hate that. Um, and it's clean. I've heard London is just impeccably clean. Oh, so. interesting. Maybe. Anyways, it was a good time, and I did it. I made it through it, and honestly, I feel like I have homework. You know that feeling after college where you're like, I have shit to do. Mm-hmm. I have that because of the officiating. Uh, like, I should be working on this. I should be going over it. I should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And even though it's gone, I'm still like, what else do I have coming up that I need to do? Yeah, I hate that. The answer is nothing. That was the best thing about finishing a semester is realizing that yeah. I'm done. I don't actually have to. I would always feel that feeling of like, I have shit to do until right before we had to start over mm. for a new semester. Yeah. And then I went back to school like an idiot. <laughs> It's like this is great. I'm gonna do it again. Nah, no. But you, but you got through that. That was fast. It was you, nice. You're gonna, do a, you're gonna no, do a. You're gonna do a. I'm done. You're I'm do done. A PhD. I'm done. I'm ready to <laughs> either get off the planet or leave. Uh yeah. Getting off the planet would be nice. Uh, do you, do we want to go dark now? How dark? Pretty dark. Okay. Being 37 and a crybaby, I saw a toddler being bandaged from the Israeli. Um, what, 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 why am I blanking right Air, now? Airstrikes? Whatever. What is the conflict between? Why am uh, I blanking? Well, it's between the Palestinians and, Israeli. and Israelis. Sure. There you go. Thank you. I saw somebody that I follow that I t- always disagree with um, posted the video of this little toddler getting his head bandaged up. And the toddler looked reminded me so much of my son. Mm-hmm. I started crying like a baby yesterday dude like could not control it lost it Hmm. lost it and that's the first time anything like that has ever happened and this is interesting coming off the tales of me talking about how i can or can't watch violent clips or videos on the internet and now i see this little child getting bandaged frantically to try to save the stop the bleeding from their head and i lost it dude i've never experienced anything like that and i've always talked you you and i have talked about a million times about like those fucking idiots who were like yeah civil war blah 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 blah. you have no fucking concept or idea of how disgusting war is if you're even pushing or advocating for it in any fucking sense Mm -hmm. i get that there is Cultural differences, religious differences. I get that you want to start a war over fucking land. But for those advocating for it, I don't. Those are who are making it happen, I'm sure, understand the, the consequences. I just don't fucking care. But for those people who are the chat, board, chat room fucking warriors or Call of Duty bros who want to say, yeah, we should do it. Go to enlist, bro. Yeah, do it then. It's fucking devastating dude Mm -hmm. it is it for the first time i feel like that stuff has impacted me enough to break my heart Mm -hmm. i felt like i i I was in instantly in a bad mood i'm not joking i was fucking pissed Mm -hmm. in a bad mood and jen's like why are you so pissed and i'm not trying to take it out on her but i am i don't want to be here I don't want to be on this planet, dude. <laughs> I fought and like I told someone at work today. I was like, you know, Jake, because we kind of started talking about that, like th- just about like the lives, the innocent lives that are lost in conflict. And I was like, you know, I keep I tell Jake all the time that I want to leave the planet. And he's like, well, why did you just leave the country? And it's like then I see this shit and it's in my hand. It's in the palm of my hand being exposed to this stuff. And it's like, I just need to leave the planet. I'm going back to that. I need to go. I, I and they brought up a great point. I. I don't know. You can tell me what you feel about this, but like, you know how like uh, uh, in during the civil rights movement, we saw an increase in exposure of the violence mm-hmm. and more people were starting to see it in their homes on mm-hmm. TV mm-hmm. and that kind of promoted or prompted change yeah. or interest in change yeah. or interest in yeah. stopping the shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's what uh, prompted the anti-slavery movement. Right. And yeah. then even uh, 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 Vietnam, mm-hmm. dude, they were showing everything on TV. 
And this person said, I feel like they're showing less on TV now. I feel like there's a censorship there regarding some of this extreme violence. We're seeing people, and I guess it's different with war, right? But there are imagery, there's images of people ducking and diving during explosions. But are we really seeing the extreme extremity of what? the repercussions are mm, i think there is you just is it on social media or is it on tv because i think that's vastly different. i don't watch enough cable that's my point news yeah. to know this person said they did watch it regularly mm-hmm. and they're like i don't see it and then she said i see it on social media and i was like i was gonna say that it's on social media i see it on social media you can't filter and stop what's you know you can flag it you can have it covered whatever and I think some of these uh, social media companies are doing a good job of not entirely removing it, but allowing it to be there with a warning. But on TV, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, you got to be careful, though, with social media because, like, there was a whole this is a little off topic, yeah. but, like, that's okay. I just there was, like, this super deep AI fake that did a fucking good mm. job. Did you hear about this? Um, so, but AI is terrifying. The, um, somebody, created this um there's a very like i'm blanking on the name i feel like i'm okay. a complete idiot there is a very reputable non-profit like um journal like journalism mm-hmm. uh, global it's a it's a it's an it's a non-profit and they they pretty much specialize in wartime or like uh wartime journalism mm-hmm, mm-hmm really uncovering a lot of like the atrocities and shit that's going on. Yeah. Um, really uncovering, like making sure that shady shit is getting exposed. Yeah. Um, and they're used a lot by major global news organizations mm-hmm. as sources because okay. their, their journalists are on the ground putting themselves into in harm's way, like to get these stories. Right. So this is a very, like you usually unanimously like considered a, a very good source. Mm-hmm. The BBC there supposedly, yeah, the BBC, uh, put out a, uh, a this was going around all social media this yesterday got pulled yeah but B- uh, it was it was a BBC headline everything that said using this journalism yeah this journalism organization as a as its main source okay. saying that U.S. Uh, U.S. military aid yeah to Ukraine was funneled to Hamas and was used to help in these attacks and this has got the bbc headline on it dude it looks fucking looks fucking legit and everybody was like what the everybody lost their shit yeah because you see bbc with this headline and it looked it looked fucking good dude what was the video of um it was just like it was a news report somebody sitting there with like a news report reporting it oh and it was fucking fake the whole thing was fake bbc's like we have no like this, it, the the um, that that organ that yeah. journalistic organization came out and said, "Not us." BBC said, "This isn't ours. This isn't us. It was all fake." Who first reported it? It was shared around on social media. No, but of those two, who for, first? Neither. It? The BBC was it was fake. Like they created a fake. It was like a fake news set. No, but I'm saying so. A fake news set. It was on social media. It was making the rounds. Yes. Which of those two? first reported it oh uh, the journal the journal oh. saying it wasn't us and then the bbc is like yeah we have no wait but didn't they use it as fact or did they not they didn't neither one of them were... oh i thought you said that they had used it no as like a news report mm-hmm. they had used it and said this is fake yes after it already made the rounds on social media oh so no major news had used it outside of social media correct God, oh, I misunderstood. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you said that they but had ev- used it and then was like, wait, this is But everybody us. was sharing it around saying, look at <gasps> what, look what BBC is reporting. And BBC would think. Oh, and they're saying this isn't us. Yeah. Oh. Holy shit, dude. But everybody is so quick to believe it because yeah. it's an easy talk. It's such yeah. an easy talking point. Um, and it's controversial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so we just got to be. I think we just you. We can't fall. We we got to make sure we aren't falling for shit like that. Yeah. Because that is going to dramatically. That is a huge. Yeah. That that can have so many profound effects on public opinion. Yeah. And then in that how that affects policy. Yeah. And we can fall into so many. Make so many bad decisions because we're being influenced yeah. by 
completely fake and fabricated shit. Let's go through this linear thinking I'm having, okay? And okay. I'm gonna. This is me being vulnerable and admit, admitting this because afraid to because it might make it might give me might make me look bad. But in the same sense, I heard about all the violence against the children, mm-hmm. right? And decapitations, raping of children, and my first gut hearing that is to get have a response right a natural response of that is horrific that is evil but then i'm like is it real that is my Mm -hmm. second thought is is it real so then i go and i research it but i know so often because of the because of the magnitude of how horrific it is whether it's true or not, it's going to get an emotional response from people Absolutely. hearing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm saying that I feel bad about, I feel bad about asking, is it real? But we live in an era and a in a in a technological age where you have to ask and you Absolutely. have to go do your research. Absolutely, you have to because I think it's healthier and less shameful to ask. Like, is that real? than to not mm-hmm. and there was a the same person who posted that video that kid getting bandaged bandaged post another video of like people scrambling in the streets and trying to save people my first thought was is that real mm-hmm. is that real and i think that's okay to ask but it doesn't mean that there's not a little bit of shame there right you're watching a video of people scrambling for their lives mm-hmm. and to save other people and we it's fucked that we live in an era where, era where i have to go is that real because we don't know. Mm-hmm. It could be CGI. It could be the AI. It could be anything. Oh, yeah. But we don't know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but it's good that you do that next step and be like, all right, I'm going to double. I'm going to verify this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and on, on the to the visceral reaction, your first natural reaction yeah. to hearing what happened in, yeah, yeah. Is, in, to is innocent Israelis is I, it's going to elicit a emotional response because yeah. if it doesn't, you're a sociopath. Yeah, dude, you're just um, as evil. <laughs> or you just don't have the ability. Like you just yeah. clinically don't have the ability to feel. Yeah. Like so, I get the emotional response. I, mean, I get the emotional response. I get that emotional response, and so like I don't fault the Israelis for wanting to take. I don't fault the Israelis for wanting to take the war to Gaza. Yeah. Like being like, no, fuck this. You guys have been shelling us for decades. We have tried to capitulate all of these things. And then you do this to our children and our elderly. (sighs) No, fuck you. We're, we're, we're taking the fight to, to them. Unfortunately, as an outsider, you have to be like, It's so hard because, I like, right? Imagine. Like, you want to. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, I, I, I get wanting the revenge. Yeah. Right? I understand it. When we were attacked on 9 11, everybody wanted us to go get those fuckers. Yeah. Right? Like, we sympathize, but we can't empathize. But at the same time, it's like how it's what feels so defeating about all of this mm-hmm. is that there's going to be so many innocent people who are going to pay for the decisions made from people who will never suffer the repercussions right the head of hamas or yeah. the the people who perpetrate the violence on the on the palestinian side mm-hmm. will generally never feel the the impact, the impact or, reper- or repercussions they, the people yeah. who, and the, the iranians who fund them yeah. will never feel the impacts of yeah. it and the Israelis who are like the Israelis who are pushing the buttons and okaying the rockets, mm-hmm. sending into population centers yeah. into pa- into Gaza that are indiscriminately just killing people, they will never feel the repercussions. Yeah. And unfortunately, they, this war is continues to be to carry on and carry on and carry on, and innocent people continue to die and continue to die. And it's like it feels so defeating. Yeah. And at some point. There's got this cannot continue. The cycle just cannot continue. But then you're like, I don't understand how it's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how effing long has it been? When you look at the history <laughs> of it, you're just like, you. Can, it's like the Hatfield and McCoys. You can't go back far enough and point to whose fault it is. Right, right. Because at some point, at some point, you could be like, well, it was all of the British's fault. Okay, but that was like in 19. 19- I was like in 1919. Yeah. Like, okay. How much other They're shit? They're not suffering. How much other shit 
has happened yeah. on both sides that you could say like, okay, well that was in, re- well they did this. So we did that in response to so that justifies our actions. Okay. But then you did that. So that, does that justify their response? Yeah. We have, it has been a fucking d- century. Yeah. At some, everybody is at fault yeah. in this. And yet innocent people continue to die. Children. I, yeah. I watched a video of this guy who was sitting outside of a hospital with a bandaged arm and the a BBC journalist like was talking to him and he was like, I lost my pregnant wife. I yeah. lost my other two children. I lost my dad and I lost two other family members who were sheltering in place in their, uh, in their, um, in their, uh, in their, uh, apartment that got hit by a shell and he's the only one that survived. And he's just sitting there, dude, lost his entire family because yeah. of a because of a uh because of a, a rocket that yeah. hit his apartment building. Yeah. And you you're going to tell like I get Israel not caring about that guy right now. Yeah. Cuz we lived it as a country too. Yeah. We didn't care about what was happening on the ground in Afghanistan to right. civilians cuz we wanted our revenge. Right. But that's when outsiders need to step in and be like you have to we have to be better. We just yeah. have to be better as humans than to. I don't think we are, seek, dude. Uh, we're not, but we, <laughs> just, we need to try. Yeah. Because we have, humans have shown the ability to better themselves. Just look at me, dude. <laughs> we may not be better right now, but yeah. we can be better. Yeah. We don't have active slave ships going back and forth mm. from Africa to the United States. Yeah. Africa to South America. Yeah. Anymore. That so, took a little outside influence. It, it took people saying this is enough. Yeah. It took people in, in the countries that were per, that were perpetrating yeah. the slave trade to say no more. Yeah. And then putting pressure to decision makers to make those decisions. Yeah. If you follow the anti-abolitionist movements in England, if you follow the abolitionist movements in the United States, you see how we can get out break this cycle of constant violence because the average Israeli and the average Palestinian don't hate each other. Right. right. They're just trying to live dude and feed their families. What if when I was at American university and yeah. we, we had this um, and I, I went there for the one for like a weekend thing. Cause we were, I was doing oh, yeah, everything yeah. remotely and they, I had to take this like weekend class and they brought in a, 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 a professor that does uh, that did like, these kind of one one day like seminar classes mm-hmm, things and mm-hmm. he was a chief negotiator at the state department and wow. he was talking about how one of the things that when he was like how do you he was, he was talking about his experience he's like you know you get we always hear that the russian diplomats are the hardest to ever mm-hmm. even get to talk to yeah. you yeah and he was like, honestly, all of diplomacy, most of the diplomacy that happens between us and another country mm-hmm. is not at the table when the lights are flashed and mm-hmm. everybody is seeing what's going on and the right. cameras are on because everybody is That's for show. Everybody's keep like everybody's keeping to their party line. Right, right. Where the where it gets done is in the af- is in like the after like is in the a- is Behind during the, the doors. during the breaks yeah. during the um you know, during the, like the after hours yeah. stuff where yeah. we're all lingering around at a bar and yes. he's like, you go up and he's like, you go up to ex Russian, yeah. yeah. Like policymaker. And you start talking about each other's kids. Yes. And you right. start talking, you start asking about his family yes. and then they instantly open up to you and they, all they are talking about is their kids and their families and yeah. what they're, what Humanity. they're doing this weekend. Yeah. And then he's like, you realize that at the end of the day, you can make a compromise with anybody if yes. you just get down to the common denominator that we all just want to live and our children to survive. Right. And if we, if you go into any, any, any debate, any sort of conflict, dip- any sort of conflict with yeah. that understanding, that level of like that understanding in the back of your mind that no matter what. I feel about you. Yeah. We both just want to live yeah. and have our children live. Yeah. You can come, you can find, there's some sort of agreement yeah. you can come to where both of those things happen. Yeah, absolutely. But we get so clouded in all of these other, we get so mm. clouded in history. We get so clouded in national and national identity and mm. religious identity mm-hmm. and these symbols that ultimately do not, matter in the green in the grand scheme of things when you're talking about what is the base thing that all of us as yeah, humans want yeah 
and it's it feels devastating because I don't know how on earth we're ever going to get to a point where mm-hmm. we this kind of violence stops. Yeah. It we just feels so earth. it feels so defeating. You won't on Earth. Yeah. Maybe on Mars. Dude, you think you put our humans on Mars, but the problems are solved? Yeah, the only problem with Mars is is that I think Elon Musk is going to be governor of it or something. Yeah, I ain't going to Mars. <laughs> I think that was well said, Jake. Thanks for doing this with me. Thanks Absolutely. for listening to my Debbie Downer. Um, hopefully, you know, hopefully as individuals we can all change. Hopefully as individuals we can all grow mm-hmm. and make the world a little bit better. But in the in the relative to the mass of human humanity, that something's got to change. We have to move forward. I don't know if we will, but we got to. Thanks for hanging. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>